Welcome to Retro Wars, where every week me and a guest will be going through the video games that we used to love back when we were kids. My name is Danny and welcome to episode 1 which is going to be covering Sonic the Hedgehog 2 on the Sega Mega Drive or the Genesis depending on what part of the world you are from. Now, how this show is going to work, it's a brand new podcast so we're going to be doing a bit of an intro going through what happened in the news this week because there's been some big news stories and then in the second half of the show me and my friend Jake McCauley are going to be covering Sonic 2 so don't worry we will be getting to Sonic 2. Now, this is a brand new show and I've got to get all the promotion stuff out the way if you want to support me on youtube you can do that on the honest pokemon trainer just go to the channel and give it a subscription i probably go on there every three weeks with a new pokemon challenge if you really want to help the show this retro wars make sure you go to wherever you are listening to your i uh, your the show whether you know what part of podcasting you do it on and podcasting pod listening i don't know just look i'm still rusty at this you know and i've still got to get this bit down Wherever you're listening to the show, please give it a five-star review. Maybe say what you think of it. Do you think it's poo? Do you think it's good? I love to hear feedback. You can also support the show on Patreon. So from as little as $1.50 Australia, which is about 70p UK and about a dollar US per month, you can support the show. And what that gets you is instant access to our Discord, where all our community members can come together and chat about random things you can chat to me personally one-on-one but also you can get shout outs on the show you can get questions that you can send in which will be our letter section and you get your comments read about the game that we're going to be talking each week it really helps the show and all the money that's going to be put into the show is going to be going back in so the first thing i'm going to purchase for example is a p.o box so me and people can send each other presents now and then right That's the promotion stuff out the way. Let's get on with the show. So how the show is going to work normally, there'd be, well, well, once people get on board, there's going to be a new section, then there's going to be a letter section, then there's going to be comments from you guys. But at the moment, it's just going to be a new section, which I'm going to be calling Patch.10. So the big news, which is still going on, this actually happened recently, but I wanted to talk about it because it's still important, is that Microsoft purchased Activision and Blizzard. That is huge, and they did it for a whopping 68.7 billion US dollars, which to me is absolutely incredible. I was expecting when when I heard this purchase, it was going to be around the, you know, a few hundred million, but to be around the billions, it's like, what the, what the fuck? That's that's absolutely ridiculous. Although, as my uncle pointed out to me on the way in the car journey on the way home, sixty-eight billion is nothing in the grand scheme of things. But still, I was like, well, yeah, I know that we're talking Amazon-wise, but I'm talking about like a video game company. I wasn't ever expecting it to be that much. And at first, I heard the news. I was like, wow, you know, fine. Microsoft are buying more companies. They bought Bethesda recently, and I was like, okay, fine. And now they bought this lot, but. Then you've got to sit down and look at the deal. Now, one thing that Microsoft has always been compared to when it comes to PlayStation is that they don't have the games, they don't have the characters. Whereas Sony have Spider-Man, they've got God of War, they've got The Last of Us, they've got the Uncharted series, they've got uh, Jack... Um, Jack and Daxter? Yeah, Jack and Daxter, I think that is. See, I don't play those games. I don't play that game. But they've got a really good, solid lineup of games. Whereas Microsoft have Halo, Gears of War, Fable, which we haven't seen for Donkey's Year, but they haven't really got the lineup. 
well, Banjo, Banjo-Kazooie, but they haven't got that lineup that Sony has. Now, buying Bethesda was a big step because it means that they controlled the Elder Scrolls series, the Fallout series. So, obviously, when it comes to later generations, when we one day see Elder Scrolls 6, which we'll probably never do because they're still releasing Skyrim, for fuck's sake, it means that Sony might not get a piece of that pie. Nintendo will. Nintendo are in love with Microsoft. They seem to have a nice buddy-buddy relationship, as we'll go on to later. But Sony aren't going to get a piece of that pie. Now, I then looked at this deal and thought, hang on, well, who do actually Activision and Blizzard own? Well, let's look at Blizzard's side. Blizzard, as you don't, if you don't know, own World of Warcraft. Yes, one of the biggest, biggest online games ever is held by them. Now, we don't know what that's going to mean because predominantly a lot of people play this on the PC. But does it mean that they can put it in as a subscription for them Game Pass? Because Game Pass for Microsoft is one of their biggest things ever. And it's literally, they've got all their games now. But one of the other biggest things that they've got is Overwatch. Now, Overwatch is huge and Overwatch 2 is round the corner. Now, I know a lot of people want to be playing this. Sorry, the mic went a bit high there. Um, my Overwatch 2 is coming out very soon, and a lot of people are going to be playing it. I was expecting to get it as well, but does that mean it's not going to come out on the PlayStation now? Well, there's a possibility that might happen. PlayStation might not see any of this if they if if they decide, no, you're not having it. You're not. said Nintendo will have it, but Sony might not even get a piece of that now. And that is a big, big thing to say because you've got to work out, well, hang on, do I want to buy an Xbox so I can play Overwatch? But then you look at the Activision side, that's bigger. Because, yes, they have Crash Bandicoot. And Crash has now seen a bit of a resurgence with his last game because it is incredible, the new Crash game, Crash 4. However, the big thing is Call of Duty. And I thought, oh, oh, shit. Yeah, that's a biggie. Call of Duty is out every year and is one of the best-selling games every year, continually, like a FIFA game. It's, it, it sells. It sells absolutely shit tons. And for them to have that now in their possession is a big decision for Microsoft, and it's a big blow for Sony. Because Microsoft know it's going to sell. You put any Call of Duty, you could put Call of Duty Wipe My Arse Edition, and people are going to buy it. But do you let Sony come to the party because you could have it as a xbox exclusive and then people may think oh i might have to now seriously think about getting an xbox but at the same time are you then missing out on people who may decide oh i can deal with battlefield it's not as good but i can deal with battlefield and decide to stick with their playstation oh it's a testy one but that's 68 billion they're gonna get that back they're gonna get that back so quickly, although my uncle was trying to explain it to do with scriptures. Oh, it was confusing. I got it in some ways, but you nah, 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 don't need to know that. But are they going to get their money back? Essentially, yes, they'll easily make that money back. The share prices of Activision Blizzard went up straight away after the acquisition or after this deal was made public. Um, considering Activision Blizzard have gone through a bit of a traumatic time recently because there's been allegations of sexual harassment, a really shitty behaviour, and this must have been going on whilst negotiations have been going between them all. Because I guarantee this is not like a quick, oh, can we buy you, five-minute phone call. This would have taken a long time to get to this decision because they would have had to work out how much the company was worth on you know, with what's in the current climate, with their share market's value. So to, you know, to suddenly come to that value of 68.7 billion dollars. So this would have been going on. This would have affected the share price. And now this has kind of happened. It's like Microsoft may have stabilized the ship a little bit. They've already made money because the stock's gone up. 
And then when essentially you put out a new Gears of War, not Gears of War, Call of Duty game, it's going to go up. It's going to shit the roof. And it's going to put Microsoft in a really good position. And now when you look at it, Microsoft have games. The Xbox has finally got games. Is it comparable to Sony? (laughs) I think it is. I think when you put Call of Duty in the mix, you can go, shit, it has. And it's going to basically tell, maybe not when the next, um, X, or maybe this year's Call of Duty comes out, because maybe it was, that was already contractedly done by Activision and Blizzard prior to the acquisition. The following year, that's going to be the one. That's going to be the one where Microsoft are going to work out what we're going to do with this. Are we going to let Sony come to the party or not? I don't think they will. I don't think they will, because Sony were always the ones who were bigger than everybody else in terms of sales, and they thought, well, we're not let, we're not getting involved in cross-party play. Go fuck yourselves. I'm taking the ball and going home. Whereas Nintendo and Microsoft were all happy to be friends with each other. I honestly think a Microsoft, for the first time, we're going to give them the middle finger and say, nope, ours, ours now. I think they'll do the same with Overwatch as well. I think they'll do the same with Crash. I think they'll do the same with all of them. And I think there's going to be hard times for a lot of people who have PlayStation. I have a PlayStation 5. Luckily for me, um, well, I say luckily, Call of Duty's not my type of thing, but Overwatch is, Crash is. So I've then got to make a decision and go, ooh, do I now want to buy an Xbox? And I've never bought an Xbox, apart from a second-hand one when I wanted to play Halo 1 and 2. But I have never bought an Xbox because of a particular game, apart from that instance. So I've got to now make that decision. Well, I say I've got to make that decision. I've got to do it without the wife finding out. Because if my queen finds out, I'm dead. I'm absolutely dead. Oh, we should also reference, I call my wife the queen and I call my little baba hiccups. Just for just for reflection in case you suddenly hear these terms being thrown out. So I've got to make that decision. I, I don't think we're going to really see anything until next year. Because I think that's when the actual deal um, comes to light. That's when the acquisition is finally done. They merge. So wait till 2023 before we can see actually any big changes. But either way, it is a huge thing. And Sony are probably bricking themselves when this was done. Now, as I mentioned earlier, I said Nintendo and Xbox have that buddy-buddy relationship. And I can definitely confirm that because Banjo-Kazooie is coming to the Switch expansion pack. So if you don't know, when you purchase the uh, Nintendo Online package for the Switch, you get NES games, you get SNES games, but now you can get an add-on where you get Mega Drive games and you get N64 games, and they've recently just added Banjo-Kazooie to it. Now, again, if Microsoft and Nintendo weren't being buddy-buddy, you would not be seeing Banjo on there. I know we, we said Banjo with this, uh, for Super Smash Brothers, but to have now new, the new games appearing, again, it shows that there is that going to be that good relationship. So if you're a Nintendo fan and you only stick to Nintendo, don't worry. Your relationship with Microsoft isn't going to change. I think that's only going to improve. That is only going to improve. Now, things I want to talk about. I've got a list of things. I'm, I have my notes here I want to talk about. Um... Let's talk about Cuphead. Now, Cuphead, if you've not played Cuphead, it is a game that came out, I think it was about two years ago, two, three years ago? Yeah, about three years ago. Uh, it was styled like a 1950s platform shooter. Very good game. The animation was incredible. The music was incredible. But it was a very, very difficult game. It came, it was considered like the Dark Souls of platforming. It was fair, but hard. I did finish it. I finished the story mode and literally celebrated on the train and said, fuck you, the devil which got a bit of a shitty look for some old woman on the train. I actually did say that because this game is so, so hard. And the big thing is about this, Netflix have got onto it 
and they're now making a Cuphead animated cartoon series. It, the trailer's out, it's coming out soon, it looks incredible. I saw the dragon in there, so fuck you, dragon. And if anyone's played Cuphead, you'll know what I mean. Honestly, fuck that dragon. Fuck, fuck that dragon, it can, it can fucking do one. Fucking choke on itself and die. But the series looks really good. It looks like they've got the style fantastically well. Is it going to be an adult cartoon? I think it'll be a bit more geared towards adults, but at the same time, I think, you know, it's going to be accessible for kids. I don't know if they're going to put any swearing in there. The animation style leads it to itself where it can kind of be over the top and not scary because it just, the devil doesn't look scary. It still has that like old Walt Disney sort of feel. So I think they'll be able to get around with it, but I am going to watch it because I said I love Cuphead. I would love to see the third installment of Cup, well, the, the DLC, which was meant to be coming out, has never seen the light of day. I want to see that at some point, so maybe this is going to push it over the edge and get more people invested into the game. So when that comes out on Netflix, make sure you give that a watch. Um, now, Pokemon. Pokemon, I, I'm Pokemon Man. I have a YouTube channel with that, as I mentioned at the beginning. Pokemon Arceus, Pokemon Legends Arceus, is the brand new game that hit shelves on Friday. And today is Sunday. Yes, today is Sunday. I have it in front of me. I'm picking it up right now. And I got it with a nice little tin. Has it been opened? No. <laughs> Considering I'm a big Pokemon nut, I've not even opened the game yet. I haven't even touched it. And I think that's the problem of that is because um, I sent off uh, my little one and my wife back to the UK. Uh, they're going back to the UK for two months. So I had to get them ready for packing. So I'm on my own now for two months until I go see them. So I have plenty of time to play this game. It's a brand new direction for the series. Um, whereas the previous one to eight generations have been very focused on the streamlined go, you know, your new trainer, go to be the gym leaders, be the Elite Four. This is very different. This is focused definitely back on the mechanic of catching. Now, people have said it's a spin-off game, whereas Game Freak have said, no, 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 this is a genuine main game, and it's more of a free-roaming game. People have said it's the legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild Pokemon game, and I hate that comparison. I don't like that comparison because it's a very different game. It's an open world game, but it's nothing like Breath of the Wild. I keep making this rant, and I'll keep making that. I'll keep going this day to die, die. You can't compare, compare, compare. <laughs> what the fuck is compare? You can't compare Zelda to Pokemon in that sense. They have different styles. You're not seeing the Pokemon trainer suddenly whip out a broadsword and slapping something in the face, and you just can't. But this mechanic is where the Pokedex wasn't there, so you have to go out and... Who's contesting me not now you have to go out and start catching things but rather than just catch like say one pikachu you might have to catch like 20 pikachu to try and make up more entries in the pokedex it is free running it free roaming in the sense that the character can dodge the pokemon which makes more sense because the bigger ones are gonna would try and attack you like, you know if you walk in the round run, they say if you walk in the wild grass wild pokemon will attack you well in this game they will which i do like i do like that element and it's been getting good reviews so far, which I'm really grateful for. And I'm glad this seems to be doing well, because obviously if it does well, it sells well, it means you're going to get a second one. And people seem to be praising it. I will be probably giving it a crack once I've released this today. And I want to give it a go. My, my guest, Jake McCauley, um, he's put 16 hours into it in two days. So he'll prob we'll, we'll probably be buzzing about that at some point, maybe. I'll ask him how it's going because he'll want to talk about it. But talking about Pokemon attacking you, I got a message from my friend Mick, who will hopefully one day, I'll get him on the show. Now, he 
he put me in a Facebook message and he basically said, have you seen this? And somebody has created a first person shooter for Pokemon and you're basically going out in the wild shooting Pokemon and they're attacking you. Nintendo have freaking Game Freak are going nuts and they're trying to take down all these videos and the games. But it makes sense. If you saw Pokemon in the world, they're going to attack you. So you need to shoot them. And I've seen like you, you shoot Nidoking with a shotgun taking out Mewtwo and Articuno. But I thought it looked really cool. I actually thought it looked really good because it makes sense. If you've got some of these Pokemon seeing you in the wild who can potentially do things that can destroy the planet, that you need to defend yourself. So if I saw a Nidoking running at me, granted the thing's like four foot five, I don't care. This thing can kill me. It's a wild animal at the end of the day. It's like if you saw an elephant running towards you, you're not suddenly just going to go, Hello, Mr. Elephant. You're going to shit yourself. Like a lion comes at you, you're not going to go, Let's be my friend. No, you're going to get a gun and shoot it. That's that's what would really happen. And I just think it's great that someone's actually done this. I know it's a kid's game. It's going to scare children, blah, 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 blah. But it's still funny that someone actually had the time to do this. I don't know if I'll be able to get my hands on it. I don't know if it's a PC thing. It must be a PC thing only. I doubt it's going to be on the Nintendo Switch. But I just think fair play for someone doing that. Now, I'm going to talk about... Well, let's get into anime and film. I briefly, I wanted to talk about this anime on my last episode of my last podcast I did, um, which was called The Pokeball, but well, yeah, I'm not talking about that. Uh, it's my show. I can talk about what I want. Bleach is coming back. It got announced about a month ago. I literally, my dick exploded. I am a big fan of Bleach. Watch the trailer. The animation looks incredible. The music got me hyped straight away. It's now on my uh, watch. So when I go running, I'm literally pumped straight away. I'm like, come on. I'm number one. I'm number fucking one. Yeah, it's coming. And you might not see me when that comes out. I probably won't make any appearances. Doctor Strange is coming out soon. That is going to be hitting cinemas. And there are a fuck ton of rumors about this film coming out. That there's going to be unlimited cameos. There's going to be cameos from every generation. You've got, Doc, you've got um, Professor X. You've got Hugh Jackman coming back. Patrick Stewart coming back. You've got Tobey Maguire again. You've got Andrew Garfield potentially going to be in it. Three iterations of the Fantastic Four. Tom Cruise is Iron Man so many possibilities and I like the idea of that let's not make it it's going to dominate the movie let's make sure there is still a coherent plot but Marvel seems to know what they did they handled uh well did they or Sony handled um, Far From Home incredibly well or No Way Home so they they did that incredibly well hopefully they'll do the same for this but we'll have to wait and see. But I will be making sure I go see Doctor Strange the moment it gets released in Australia. I'll be there front and centre because I don't want to have it spoiled for me like I didn't want to have it spoiled for No Way Home. So make sure you go see that. And the final thing has been some talk about the new Mortal Kombat film. Now, I never actually saw the reboot of the Mortal Kombat film. Again, I haven't had much time to watch films just because of my family life and getting everything else set up and work. So I'm now going to have that chance to watch that Mortal Kombat film. But apparently, it was all right. But Mortal Kombat 2 is coming back. They're going to make a new film. Hopefully, it'll focus on a freaking tournament. But the creator of Mortal Kombat, Mr. Ed Boon, has been making comments, and he's making comments about who he wants to be in the new film. And the person he wants the most is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He wants him to play Shao Kahn. Now, if you don't know who Shao Kahn is, he is one of the big baddies of Mortal Kombat. He is the big baddie of Mortal Kombat 2 and 3. And he's a very, very, very big guy. I think he's one of the biggest... 
Oops, sorry, a bit of a burp there. That's how the professionalism you get from this. He's one of the biggest in the series. Um, I think he's like seven foot tall. He is huge. And The Rock would fit it very well. But this isn't a role where you'd be expecting The Rock to be you know, that usual boyish charm. No, Shao Kahn doesn't do that. He doesn't do jokes. He's not that sort of character. He is literally straight vicious, like rips people's heads off, does it for fun, and just thinks he is the biggest and the best and doesn't take shit from anybody. So hopefully it'll be a rock. It's going to be like a Scorpion King-esque. You, you need The Rock to be the bad guy and no, no rockness in the sense of that smirk. It can't be. It's got to be pure anger, pure venom. He can do that. I'm sure he can. It's whether he's just going to want to do a signature trademark, you know, rock people's eyebrow or something like that because it won't work. That's not Shao Kahn. But Rock knows how to work with source material, so we'll see how that goes. But I know, do I want him in there? Yeah, I think he'll be really cool. I think he'll be menacing as fuck. And I would really, really like to see that. Now, that is going to be the end of the um, the patch for today. As I said, um, when people sign on to the Patreon, hopefully we're going to have um, some letters that are going to be coming in. And as I said, I will answer any of your questions. It doesn't have to be um, Pokemon related. It doesn't have to be gaming related. You can ask me about anything. You can ask me what's the weather like in Australia. I will answer it. And then also, as I said, we'll have a comment section where people can give me their comments about the game we're going to talk about. And I'll let you know what I think of your comments and your memories. But for now, we are going to talk about Sonic 2. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to get sort of Mr. Jake McCauley. And when you're going to hear some music... And now when that music stops, we'll be talking about Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which was released on the Sega Genesis in Europe and North America on the 24th of November, 1992. Fuck me, I'm old. Hope you enjoy it. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Sonic the Hedgehog 2, one of my favorite games that I grew up with. Um, I am here, the first episode we're doing of Retro Wars, one of my favorite games. I'm here with all my favorite friends, favorite guest, Jake McCauley, who is sitting here eating a fucking Snickers. Professional as fucking yep. always, you dickhead. Got my mouth wide open, I'm just going to chew really loud. <laughs> <laughs> Say to him, oh yeah, you ready to do this? Yeah, just let me go there. I just need to go to the petrol station to get some alcohol. I was like, you twat. And it, yeah, well, I have some alcohol to deal with you, haven't I? Well, that's a, yeah, that's a good point. See, time difference-wise, he's drinking, I'm not. He's in England, I'm an Aussie. So I'm sitting here in my underpants as an image for everybody. And uh, he's sitting there it's in his image. underpants, maybe, and drinking beer with the Snickers and a sausage roll. Oh, the sausage roll's gone. Yeah, I ate that, mate. I downed that shit. No, like, like the thing is, it's like, I, it's cold as hell here because it, you're in summer at the moment. And so I'm here, like, wrapped up like an Eskimo. <laughs> Not sexy at all. Not going to give anyone a raging clue. I don't no think. raging clues here. <laughs> You're going to give loads of clues out. <laughs> oh, hold on. Look, we haven't even got onto Sonic yet, and we're, we're already talking right, about yeah. raging the clues. The clue, boys. <laughs> we're already getting aroused. And then we, we haven't even got into the Sonic porn yet, and we're already aroused. <laughs> That's what we're talking about, isn't it? Sonic porn, not Sonic Sonic, Sonic porn. <laughs> no, Jesus Christ. Look, if anyone came Uganda to this... Knuckles gangbang... <laughs> If anyone came to this podcast expecting, you know, really quality work, you ain't getting it. it. It's not that sort of podcast. It's a bit of a stupid one. Actually, the first thing before we go into Sonic 2, and I wanted to bring this up yep. with you. Um, now, I hadn't mentioned the first bit because I wanted to mention it to my first guest. What did you think of the logo that uh, Slow slow Speed run the pocket slofted for the show? 
Oh, it looks great, mate. It looks very professional. It looks like um, what you know the content shouldn't be. But the, it looks professional, and then the content isn't going to be very professional. So that's what I meant. <laughs> it looks like you know it should be a really well-run, well-oiled machine. Then you get into the podcast, and it's just like um, a drunk Englishman, you know, ranting about his childhood. Yeah, that that's probably a good idea. Now, as I said, I've brought this up. Now, I will mention this at the beginning of each episode. If anyone ever wants to get any information. I'll put it um, I'll try and link it in the description of the bio so you can get in touch with uh, the pocket sloth if anyone wants any commissions. Because to be fair, this is a really good... I gave him the retro picture and he's just made it look like it is quality professional. So thank you, my friend. Thank you. I wanted to get that out there uh, before we start. Now, Sonic 2. We both love this game. It's both one of our favourites back as a kid. When I know yep. the age-wise, but so is this one of your favourite Mega Drive games? um top five definitely yeah i mean uh, were you a, a mega drive child i was a mega were drive a... child or oh, sega genesis i know some people will be around genesis, genesis. genesis. <laughs> no i was a uh, so i was a mega drive kid the... yeah where do you fall on the debate the sonic mario the debate oh gotta get out of the way gotta get out of the way first all right all right well, well you know what we're, we're gonna get into this it, it's gotta have to be mentioned and it's difficult to not get away with this because Sonic and Mario, the two polarizing figures. And I suppose we've got to compare this to Super Mario World. You have to. Now, whereas Super Mario World is a very, very colorful, very friendly game, Sonic 2 is a game on acid because it's like, you're basically so fast. It's incredible. Yeah, it's very dark as well. Well, the the, capturing the backgrounds. Yeah. and it, I love Sonic. Now, the problem is I have with Sonic and is that as a game itself running, it's incredible. When that, this Sonic 2 works yeah. best when you are going through the levels at top speed. The problem it yeah. has, and okay, let's, let's talk about the bad things first. Let's talk about the bad things. That's where the best thing. As a platformer, as a platformer it struggles against um, Super Mario World. It definitely does. Like Sonic handles like ass in comparison to Mario. When you have to actually platform, it controls like ass. So I was noticing that because I did a full playthrough for this uh, podcast. Because I was you like, did. yeah, yeah. And um, it, I was the thing I was noticing the most is which is whenever you have to actually platform and not just run, it does. It's really hard to actually land on stuff. Yeah, and I think there's because the, of the way the momentum works. Yeah, the way the <laughs> momentum works, and because whereas Mario dr- can jump higher and probably have he doesn't drop as quick. Whereas Sonic yeah. drops like a bloody stone. And I think, you know, if I'm looking yeah. through the zones, the one I'm thinking of, it's probably the um, Wing Fortress zone. That's one of the ones oh, where your jumping has to be so perfect. And it doesn't lend itself to that. The, the physics don't lend itself to it. No, definitely not. Yeah, but yeah. I, I mean, I would say I would say I like Mario better as an adult. But as a child, I preferred Sonic because... Because, oh, it's just such, it is a better character design. I will say that. It just, he appeals to children. It's like my nephew didn't even play a Sonic game and he loved Sonic before he played a Sonic game because he's seen the the image everywhere because it's on clothes everywhere. Yeah. Oh, Sonic, like Sonic's Tesco. design is spot on. Sonic's design is incredible. You can't, you can't get away from that. It, it, it just, you know, as soon as you see it, it's just, he literally eeks cool. He really does. But I think it's a great design. It's a great design, and I think it, it's, it's always going to be a better design than Mario, because Mario is just a fat plumber. Um, yeah, exactly. But, 
you know, I'm looking through all these zones because there were 11 zones officially, although the death egg zone was just one level. Um, and yeah. there are a lot of zones where you can just leg it as quick as you can. But then there are ones where you're slow and you, you, you can mention that there's a bit in the chemical plant zone when you're underwater, the aquatic ruin zone where you're underwater. And yeah, yeah Sonic doesn't like platforming but i know they had to do that because otherwise you can't just have a game of run 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 it just won't work why not it gets stale <laughs> it'll get stale too quick. i know i know <laughs> you've, you've got to break it up haven't you um yeah but yeah. and i think the other I was, thing I was gonna, sorry. Well, go on sorry is the lag <laughs> yeah i was just gonna say um so yeah where do you fall then you're gonna you would you go mario or sonic look as an adult i am gonna go mario I think Mario yeah. Super Mario World is, 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 you know, when I look at it retrospectively, because um, yeah. you look at the amount of levels as well, you know, mm. I'm counting now, there's, say, thir- about about 25 levels to 30 levels of Sonic, whereas how many levels yeah. has Super Mario World got? I have a good 60, isn't it? At least. With, at with least. The bonus stuff. Yeah, with the bonus levels, at least. And I think the difficulty was definitely there, more with Mario. Um, yeah. like Sonic's only made difficult because of the platforming-esque elements, whereas Mario, like those harder levels, not the not the star levels, but the special levels above that, um, yeah. were were just difficult for the sake of being difficult. Um yeah. but I, mean, I, think... I was obsessed with Sonic when I was a kid. When, oh, I, like, st- when I, was, I had I had a Sonic cake for one of my birthdays. <laughs> I think I got a picture of it somewhere. <laughs> Oh, see, I love Sonic. I always have like the original Mega Drive games. I was hooked on Sonic. I used to collect the comic, not the Archie one. It yep. was the, yeah, the, I had the comic. Sonic the comic. Sonic, yeah, Sonic the comic. I, I used to love that. I love the cartoons. I used to get it from Sainsbury's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always get it from local New Jersey because I couldn't go to a comic book shop. But Sonic yeah. was so good. But yeah, on, on reflection, there there are problems. I think I think we've not mentioned it here. Um first yeah but they they brought in the multiplayer feature as in the you know when you this you can do races against each other yeah yeah and now the races was was brand new to sonic 2 and they basically did the split screen and it was based it wasn't just a race you could it was based on time the amount of boxes and the amount of rings you had and the score so many bad bad guys you killed. They were they were the four criteria. So yeah. you could win the race, but the other person then had as much time as they want to go smash boxes and get rings. So you couldn't just you know go for go for broke. The problem was oh, yeah. that although it was a good idea, the screen was all squashed up. Uh, it didn't look good, and Christ, the cop the game couldn't handle it. The frame rate of those bits were like yeah, ah, that's, uh, yeah. Ah, that's ah, what I remember. Yeah, the frame rate being absolutely horrible on that thing. It just could not do it. So they they made it a little bit better in Sonic 3, but that wasn't good either. But that'll be for another video. But they yeah. did. It was oh, it was bad. That that was really the, the multiplayer. As fun as it was, was bad. Apart from the special zone, that was the only multiplayer they got right because it was you're on the same screen. Um, yeah, they it was bad. Um, and I think yeah. I was thinking of other great. Oh, I I I have I do have some grapes around. Supersonic as well. I have yeah. some huge. I, I freaking love Supersonic, and I'll get into that later. But I don't know if you knew, because um, Supersonic goes so quick, he can outrun the camera. Ah, well, that's not good. <laughs> and essentially, if you drop so quick, the camera can't keep up with you. You die. Yeah. 
And it's like, because the camera's oh, like, ah, ah, dead. And I found out if you went past the, because um, how Sonic works, Super Sonic works for those who, because I have to be careful because of the people who won't have played this. Once you get all the Chaos yeah. Emeralds and you get up to 50 rings, you just jump in the air and he turns in Sonic. Now in Sonic 3, they changed that where it was a double A to activate supersonic but in this moment you jump you become supersonic if you cross the the final of the level you resort back to normal sonic now the problem with that is if you you have like a split second where sonic can move if you suddenly jump into the air again and supersonic he'll just float he'll just float in the air like the end is going and end of the act and sonic supersonic's just running in the air and that can crash your game that's brilliant isn't it he's like fuck fuck it's like you spent yeah, all this I time i did notice i did notice it was there was there was actually quite a bit of glitch in it i don't know if it's got a bad rom oh, i shouldn't say i'm using a rom but yeah no, you <laughs> using a rom. it's fine that's how you get in hold no there was there a lot of slowdown there, there were a lot of slowdown glitches. And glitches i fell through the floor a couple of times as well yeah that happens you can float through the floor um there were yeah sonic 2 had some had some glitches there was another thing that one of the best gaming levels in my opinion was was this is still a negative but it was one of the best gaming levels was the mystic cave zone i I love everything about that the music the design incredible but there was near the end of the second act there was a pit where if you didn't pull like a like a lever right it didn't bring a bridge down and you just fell straight down into the pit and you were dead if you're normal sonic you were dead but if you were supersonic, you went down to the bottom of the pit and these spikes, which did nothing to you. And so if you've got 100 rings, you're just, you've got to sit there and wait a minute and a half for Brilliant. the rings, basically, to, to become back to normal Sonic. And you're like, yeah. well, I'm fucking dead. I can't do anything. It's like, so you've got to sit there for a whole minute. Or you've got to sit oh, there. You can't reset the console. You can't reset <laughs> yeah, the console. And as a minute, a minute and a half as a kid is like an eternity. It's attorney now. Yeah. You're like, oh, fucking hell. I want to fucking go. Let me move. I don't like waiting. I don't like waiting for anything, mate. No. Sonic doesn't like not moving. And I'm like, like Super Sonic's looking at his watch. You're like, well, I know, yeah. You're just waiting to die. <laughs> that's that's what this is. It's like a euphemism of life. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Oh, yeah, aren't we all <laughs> waiting for death? <laughs> the only time I'm going to smile, mate, is when I'm in that coffin. Oh, I'll make sure I'll, I'll be there. Around. Ear to ear. I'll, put, I'll make sure I'll put... The family comes see you. Why has he got this big Joker-esque smile? I'll be like, because <laughs> he's finally happy. <laughs> he got what he wanted. He died. <laughs> he died happy. And I think, like, gripe-wise, yeah, so the, my gripes are that, yeah, Sonic doesn't do well in speed, without speed. Sonic doesn't do well in water. The multiplayer mode is ass. And, yeah, the problems with some of the glitches. But apart from that, yeah, they, they were my gripes. They're my, they yeah. my real gripe, and they're not really gripes that I'm gonna like be throwing the console off. Um, we yeah, there are yeah. gonna be games in this podcast where I will be fucking raging, but they're not actually no no. I could rage about when the the game glitches and you have to stop and you've got the chaos emeralds. I spent a fucking hour doing that, and now this fucking little yeah. shit has fucking ruined it. Actually, <laughs> actually, I will actually I will rage about you know we're saying going back. This is going back to earlier point of how Sonic handles like ass, right? Yeah, the last boss on the Death Egg Zone, which is a total fucking ripoff of um, the Death Star. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have to fight Mechasonic first, and then you've got to fight Robotnik in his big ass with no rings. 
when it with no rings. And don't get me wrong, yeah, it's it takes amazing... rings away, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, it's like they take all. There's no rings in that one. And for those who don't know, the ring mechanic is very special to Sonic, where as long as he has a ring, he is safe. And once you get hit, you lose the rings or you lose all your rings and you can kind of gobble them up. So basically, the moment you get hit, you've got to look. You've just got to try and get a ring, not like Mario, where you go big and then small and then that's it. You can stay for alive as long as you want, as long as you have a ring. But yeah, with the final boss, you have no rings whatsoever. And Mecha Sonic is an arsehole to hit. You've got to like hit him the front of his face. You can't hit him on the top of his head because it's, he's the got... The hitbox is weird, yeah. The hitbox is weird. And then you've got to fight the, the Death Egg robot, which is an amazing boss, but you've got yeah, such a... They, he's got his little hands. Yeah, the hitbox yeah, is horrible. The thing is, the thing is you, you can't actually tell when you're actually allowed to hit him, which I was noticing. It's like... You, you sort of got to hit him when his arms like slightly back and it's like, but sometimes you hit him in the same, you know, when another time you would have died and it yeah. annoys the inconsistency annoys the hell out of me, especially when you're trying to do it with your limited lives. Yeah. You got limited. You don't want to go yeah, back because you got, you, this isn't games where you can go back to a save file. Oh yeah. There's a thing. Fuck this game. Where's the fucking save file. Why don't we have a fucking save file? It is, fucking, it is a hard game. Did you ever beat this game as a kid? Oh yeah, tons of times. I can I can beat this I game. Did. Yeah, as a kid, yeah, I can piss this game. Only because I've got it down so much. I've played it that much. That's all. And like playing yeah. it now is freaking the, muscle memory. I think the furthest I got as a kid was the uh, Metropolis zone. Oh, fuck. Because it no, because it annoyed me because it was like I kept getting lost. <laughs> I I hate getting like this is a thing like I. I don't know, like in games, I just hate getting lost, which is why I don't like Metroidvanias because I don't like being lost. It just annoys me, and then I just turn it off. <laughs> so I'm not. Bringing you, I'm not bringing you back to do any of the Metroid episodes, then. <laughs> nope, I do not like them. <laughs> well, no, that's the thing. Like, um, the Metropolis Zone was kind of like any other level you'd done in a while, and you got those fucking bad guys, and they like like scythers on praying mantises, and they just throw yeah. the fuck like fuck off, and then you're trying there to go one on bit. With- Go on. No, so there was one bit that, would, that particularly annoyed me where there was a praying mantis. It's sort of at the top. I think it's at the top of like a, like an elevator. Uh, you know, when those, those um, thing, the cogs where you have to spin them with your legs. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And there's one, you have to go all the way up and then he's right at the top and you have to get to where he is to, for him to throw his uh, yeah. arms at you. And um, it just got me every single time. And I kept falling down and going all the way back up again, falling down. Oh, yeah, it's a fucking arse. And those fucking cogs, and you're going up these... So they, they have these cogs. So imagine like a bolt. So imagine like a pillar, and the only way to get up this pillar is to basically stand on a bolt, as if who the fuck prepared that? Like what scientific genius? Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea for transportation. So you get on this bolt, and Sonic has to run up and basically go run right, go up, go left, go down. And as you're trying to go up, you've got these, um, basically, let's consider them star use. And then the star use fire off these five points oh. of arrows as you're trying to go up. So you've got yep. to stop the bolts to not get hit by multiple star you bollocks. I was like, fuck off, especially when you're trying to get your 100 ring or 50 rings. Like, fuck off. I did, I did not like that level. I mean, I can't remember. Maybe it was, wait, was is the oil level after that? Uh, no, oil level um, is before. Yeah, because it, it's definitely the Metropolis Zone. I used to always get stuck on as a kid then. Yeah, it goes Metropolis. Once you've done Metropolis, then it's the fun. Le- then it's the fun level when you're on the plane. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do oh, like plane. <laughs> there's one for you. 
There's one for you. Okay, so I can rant and go back to Super Sonic. So there's, so there's a level oh. called the Sky Chase Zone, which is where Sonic is standing on a plane. And it's the only Mario-esque level of its kind where, where Mario had those levels where the screen would do the moving for you. This was that sort mm. of level. So the screen's moving as you're flying on your plane and you're basically jumping, dodging things. But once you get your the magic 50 rings and then you jump, you become supersonic. And then it becomes fucking perilous because the plane can't keep fucking up with you. Yeah. If you... Because he's basically supersonic is basically invincibility plus running shoes. And then whereas while oh, yeah. you when you jump as normal Sonic, the plane is like kind of keeping you dead center. So it'll catch you wherever you go. But as supersonic, this the AI is not able to keep up. So if you jump from one end of the screen <laughs> to the other, that plane's like, nah, bye, dead. It's like fuck. I really didn't like, I really didn't like that though. That was the one I had a couple written down that I didn't like, and that was one of them. I don't know why, I just didn't like it. I like the music. I was like, dun, 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 the music's dun, good, yeah. Dun, I love that. That is one thing. The music is amazing. Oh, the music. Right. Have you, before we go start and try and suck in this thing's dick, have you got any things that you want to, that you also, you hated if you in your notes? Yeah, let me just uh, go through my notes. Uh, I think one of the main things that annoys me about Sonic is sort of, like we said earlier, you know, with the, where, you're going really fast, but then you have to sort of go into sort of where you have to be intricate and it's not as good when you have to be intricate. Yeah. But another thing that's really annoying is like where you're running so fast and they just place enemies in the way and then they know you're <laughs> going to be going fast at this point and then they just hit you and it's like, it's it's a game. It's like where they want you to go fast, but they don't want you to go fast, yeah. really. They don't want you to go too It's a lie. <laughs> Gotta go fast, real fast. That's a lie. This Unless, game does not want you to go fast. It'd be that's when you get your, your muscle memory and then you know where every single bad guy is. So you literally jump yeah, at the perfect right. moment and look cool. It's just but it's the ultimate troll game because you've got like the little um the little springs everywhere. It's like, oh here's a spring that's just gonna send you back for no reason, just for a laugh. <laughs> yeah, it's like because you've got two springs. So the spring, if you jump on it, you you'll go transported in the direction of that spring. You've got a yellow spring, which is like a little one, and then you've got a red one, which is like fuck off, <laughs> you're gone. Eugene Acker was like clearly a massive troll. Yeah, if you jump on a red spring, you're in the opposite direction. It's like, bye. It's like, oh, fuck's sake. Yeah. But I mean, to set the table though for that, it's like the first game, it was much worse. Like the, the in terms of the, the speed, like in the first game, the green zone, it's fucking amazing. It's great. The green Perfect hill zone. Level. Yeah, so amazing. Good. Yeah, green hills, all of those levels, really fun. You're going around, do, do, do. And then you get to, what is it? The labyrinth zone. Oh, then, the labyrinth zone. And then it just, Goes to slows down to a complete halt, and the rest of the game is a, a massive slog. So, in terms of that, Sonic 2 is a massive improvement. I mean, even the water levels, which you know, right? Most games we always hate the water levels, don't we? Always, yeah, don't matter what game it is. But yeah. I actually really like the water levels in Sonic 2. We're not like, but they're quite they're not annoying, <laughs> and you know, they give you nightmares. That's another bad thing. The nightmares I got from uh, the <laughs> All right, so what he's talking about, if you don't know. So Sonic can't breathe underwater, which I did like this feature. So after a while, he yeah. starts losing his breath. So you start hearing this, dun, 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 which, yeah, I agree, <laughs> shits you up, and it does. And you've got like five seconds to get to an air bubble, which you might see in the ground. I did like that feature because it was like realistic to a point. But yeah, it, it yeah. shits you up. It, <laughs> that music shits Actually, you I liked up. it because, yeah, I quite liked it, yeah. But um, yeah, and in the first game, the water bits were kind of more annoying. Oh, the, look, when, I don't know if yeah. we'll do Sonic 1, but fuck the Labyrinth Zone. 
That's all I'll say. It's, Fuck. Like, it's so slow. And it it's makes a boss. You wait. It's like the game. Yeah. <laughs> Just pushing boxes and waiting for boxes, um, you know, um, square block, you know, blocks to move. It's horrible. It, oh, yeah. So if we ever do, if we ever do Sonic 1, if we survive past episode 10, we might do Sonic 1. Jesus Christ, the lab of them so. Oh. I like Sonic 1, but uh, I do. It, that one, it doesn't hold up uh, as well as this one. No. And I think you go into the things that, you know, we like and everything from Sonic 1 was improved to Sonic 2. Everything. Yeah, Spin Dash. Might... Spin Dash. Yeah. Yep, so, so the Spin Dash, if you don't know what that is, is basically you press down and jump. You basically can, you Sonic can go into a ball and he can set himself off as a propeller and it gave you instant momentum. That was missing from Sonic 1 and in Sonic 1, there were zones where you had to make your own by running up and then down and running up and down to get your yeah. own uh, momentum. Where in Sonic 2, you can just go, boom, you're off. And it yeah, was a great. very, very, very good move. And they brought in, um, I think Sonic 2, they brought in the special zone, which was much better than Sonic 1. What did you think of the special zones? Uh, yeah, I didn't actually play any in my playthrough. What do you have to do to activate them? I couldn't remember. So the special zone had to be activated where... It was, you had to get 50 rings and yeah. then you jump, I think it was 50. And then you jump into a, a the, the the checkpoints. And then when you jump oh, yeah. through checkpoints, um, a red halo of stars will appear above it. And then you just jump through. And then you jump into like a special zone, which which for the time looked incredible. And it was like a, th- a 3DS calf pipe. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, where you're jumping over each other trying to get all the rings and not hit. The, yeah, yeah, you're trying to basically spikes. you're running through the half pipe and you have to collect rings and there's like three checkpoints. So it'll say like collect yeah. fifty rings, but if you hit a bad guy or like a bomb, you lose ten rings. Now, if yeah. people have often complained, you know they've done this with tails. Like, so if you played it single player and you you had tails with you, it, these were impossible to do because when you had two people, yeah. they actually upped the amount of rings that you needed. Um, ah. so if you wanted to play it on your own and you're trying to beat the, the you're trying to get supersonic, you need to go to the options to change it to sonic only or tails only. Um, but then right. if you want supersonic or super tails wasn't a thing until Sonic 3 and Knuckles, so yeah, just go sonic. Um, but yeah, just play sonic only and you can do it. And you have to basically, so I think you have to memorize, especially the later levels, because it's so unforgiving. You've, you've got to know where those rings are coming up to get those totals. And it, yeah, the, 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 you can actually get supersonic by the end of the Emerald Hill zone. You, you can, there are seven ring posts, so you can do it. Yeah. And I used to always do it. I think because I literally, again, muscle memory, I played it that much. But me, it was harder when I had my brother, because obviously you're relying on your brother, but the, my brother Raph, yeah. as I call him in this, Raphael. Um, but we did it, and we, we used to be able to do it quite well. But then at that point, once I get supersonic, it's not very much fun for him um, because yeah, supersonic's off. Yeah. Um, the, the one the, the thing with the two-player mode that they had was Tails. Now, what do you think? Hang on. First of all, what do you think of Tails? Uh, I think it's a bit of a, a, bit of a neutral I think it's not a bad thing, but it's not a good thing. It's like you'd always give the controller to your, your younger brother or something Correct. to make him feel like he's playing the game. But then sometimes like you could use Tails to cheat the bosses, which is always fun. Yes. Tails can't die. Tails so you could just can't die. On the, yeah. 
sit on the platform and then your little brother could just kill the boss for you while you just stand there and don't get hit. <laughs> yeah, that is 100% true. And you say, right, you go do it. You do it for me. Have you ever, there's, a, there's a video on college humour and it was like, oh, have you seen this? And then basically tells like, yeah, I can't die. I can't die. But it's like 200 years later. It's like, I can't die. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> pretty dead. accurate. I was he like did that. cause me problems a couple of times though, Tails. And actually, in that little playthrough, I did. Like, he killed me a couple of times when it was controlled by the AI. Well, well, I put- had instances where I was fighting a boss, and obviously, I, we, Tails is obviously just acting on his own, and he was jumping on the boss when I was. And because he jumped on the boss just before yeah. I did, I went through the boss and died. Yeah, yeah. So the, the frame rate data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes because <sighs> he's because you're he's invulnerable for like a split second after you hit him. And then, yeah, when he becomes... Yep. You be, yeah, I see what you mean, vulnerable. Yeah, tells little dick. It happened to me a couple of times. And then like, half the time, the poor little bugger can't keep up. But, I mean, the thing is, it's not really real co-op, is it? Because you know, like, like half the time, Tails, you know, he just can't keep up with Sonic and then he just flies. And then the other person's not doing anything anyway. Yeah, it's a weird one because the flying mechanism um, where you can actually make Tails fly didn't come until Sonic 3. It was just basically whenever so- yeah. whenever Tails died or he got left behind, he'd suddenly just fly in. But yeah, I, yeah. I did like it to a sense because you never had Mario and Luigi in the same screen. That was one thing when we get to Super Mario World. It wasn't a really a two-player experience. I I felt Mario World. It was just it was just the same thing. Same as 3, pretty much. Yeah, same, yeah. But whereas... Sonic and Mar- Sonic and Tails, it did feel a bit more co-oppy, and especially when you you bring in Sonic Three, which we'll do another video. That was definitely more co-oppy. Um, yeah. But definitely. when it when it came to speed, when you when Sonic was fast, it was incredible. I think mean, that's it was amazing. Yeah, I mean, we should probably talk about some of the boss battles actually. The, some of the bosses. I'm going to have a look at them here. So um, the bosses were so much better than Super Mario World. That's one thing I will yeah. give it. The Super yeah, Mario World bosses were boring. Yeah, just hit, well, it's always hit the head three times pretty much. Isn't it? Yeah. Even the final boss, I think, even Bowser at the end, three hits, isn't it? The Bowser one was cool because it was just different and you had to really think about what you were doing. Is like your timing, kicking that little Koomba thing, you know, yeah. you had to, but that was, yeah, the other ones were just the Koopa kids, quick dodge, jump on its head. Whereas these had you thinking, so you had like the the drill one was the basic one from the start, but then they really started upping up. Like they started getting harder. Like the, can you remember the one of my favorite ones was the egg hammer. I wrote all the names up from the aquatic ruin zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it yeah, was that, a boss where fun. two pillars would shoot up, like Aztec-esque uh, pillars would shoot up. Robotnik's on the end, on, on the top. And he's just smashing each side with a hammer. And when he does, it shoots an arrow from the pillar to the other side to attack Sonic. But as Sonic, you had to then jump on the arrow to then jump on him. And I was like, that's clever. Yeah, that was a good one. A- I, I think my favorite one was the, the pinball one. That one's way fun. Oh, that was the egg claw. Yeah, the casino light zone. What yeah. level the casino light zone was. That was a great level. Yeah, because uh, there's a casino in the first one, isn't there? Uh, it? Yeah, it's called... Look. And there? it's not as good. Oh, there, there is. Um Oh, it's like spring yard something. I'm going to load this up. No, no, nowhere near as good because there's no casino yeah, and then the, elements in it. The second one's so fun where you just like, you, well, you're basically playing Sonic Slot spin machines. <laughs> Yeah, that was good. And you could get extra lives and stuff. I used to sit there and try and get extra lives. I did, yeah. And then you get, because what Sonic, so it had basically pinballs. Yes, it was like Sonic spinball, but you can basically throw yourself into a slot machine. 
And if you got the rails and you got like three Sonics, you get an extra life. Uh, if you got three Robotniks, you go all the way down to zero rings. It was great. It was absolutely fantastic. I, yeah, I spent ages on that level. That was incredible. I think, yeah. I think like the only boss that actually gave me a little bit of trouble was that, I think it was that oil zone one, the one with the claw coming out of the... Um... The oil. Oh, ocean. yeah, yeah. So that one was called the Egg Marine. <laughs> of course it was. That one is annoying. Yeah, because it, cause that, that a lot of the time when you, you like mistime the jump and you're just instantly dead, your rings don't even matter, if, if I remember correctly. Yeah, you die. get, they'll, they'll burn away quite, they'll go away quite quickly from you. Yeah, that was hard. That's another one my tails killed me. <laughs> Fuck you, tails. A couple of times. Fucking little bastard. I need to turn them off next time I play. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the, the death egg zone, when you're in the final level, you don't have the co-op partner. It's just Sonic on its own because the plot dictates that the plane yeah. flies you up there. But you, you like that that last robot, the Death Egg robot. That's a brilliant boss, hard as yeah. balls when you're a kid because you're like, holy shit! But a great boss. Like, <laughs> I think Robotnik's a well, not hard, look, but I hadn't played it in. I hadn't played Sonic Two the whole way through, uh, probably in ten years. Yeah. So I couldn't I couldn't remember any of it really. So and then I just couldn't remember how to beat there was a couple where I couldn't remember how to beat them and then it was actually kind of annoying. <laughs> you had to remember where they were. You had to remember the kill points. Yeah, because it's like like I said, like we said earlier, the hitbox is a bit weird on that fight. And it's like it's yeah, it's a good and then what's there's a bit with the lasers as well, wasn't there? So what with the death egg, yeah. So he basically yeah, when when he'd land, if you were so far away he would shoot his arms off. So I used to just basically run to the side of the screen so he couldn't get me. Yeah. Oh, you're probably better at video games than I am. <laughs> oh, I'm such a Sonic. Sonic, I, I played this thing to death as a kid. I was I was the king. Like the, the um, You mentioned about the Casino Night Zone. I had that to a T because yeah. I'd literally use... So Son, imagine like a U-bend of the shape U. Um, and so Robotnik would go from one side to the other. I just used the momentum and then basically just fly off and as I'm coming up, hit him and then run on when I bounce yeah. back, use the momentum to take me back up to the next side, hit him back. And I just do that. So he never ever hit me because I was just running too quick. Yeah. This is so yeah, much fun. It's, it's a fun game. Yeah. Cause I, I was just like having like a nostalgic joy the whole time I was playing it. But and that's what's one thing. Oh, go on. One thing though, we're going we're to disagree on, which I heard you say earlier. You like, the, it was it the Crystal Cave, I think it's called level? Oh, uh, Mystic Cave Zone. Why do you like that one? No, I terrible. fucking love it. I fucking <laughs> I love it. I just, I, I love the music. I think it's, I think it's oh. the music. I'm always at home going, Misty. Do you know what I used to call it? Do you know what I used to call it? Go on. I used to call it the Cabbage Zone. <laughs> the Cabbage Zone. Because they're meant to be crystals, but I always, as a kid, I used to think it was like the plant zone. or was like the Halloween zone because it looks like fucking plant. No. It looks like crystals and, I can't it. and vines. I can't yeah, I can't answer it. It's, um, it's meant to be crystals though, isn't it? No. Oh, yeah. Crystals and vines. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, actually, I always thought it was plants, but it's actually meant to be like green crystals. I yeah. had that realization as I was playing it. I, I think yeah, it's, this is a crystal cave. It's isn't it? crystals. It's one of the only levels I think Mystic Caves are in where it's actually speed isn't the key. There's no, mm. there's no real bits where you go fast. I don't think. I guess I used to get stuck on it as a kid. I think I've just got like you know mental damage from uh, <laughs> certain bits of that. Like, well, I've, there was one bit I used to just get stuck and turn it off. There was like a bit I just didn't know where the hell I was meant to go. Like, 
I think you meant to go off a spring and then there's like a little um, lever at the top. But as a kid, I didn't know that. So I used to just sit there and I'm stuck. How do you finish it? <laughs> yeah, and you couldn't go to the internet. You couldn't go to the internet to go yeah, help exactly. me. And I was a bit younger than you when I played this because I was like three. <laughs> yeah, and I'm an old man. Yeah, so I was like... Because I was born that. when this came out. Were you born in 92? 90, oh, I guess I was born when the first one came out, 91. Oh, fuck off. Fuck off. I was <laughs> yeah, I played it in 90... Five is it must have been when the PlayStation came out because um yeah I had a I had a Mega Drive and a SNES but it was like okay it must have been like ninety seven then because it was like when the PlayStation one was already out and everyone was on that and I had the old console I hate because people were giving me like they were giving me hand me downs like um my neighbor was getting a PS one and he needed some money for it so he sold my mum the SNES with all the games for real cheap I bet <laughs> he regrets I that now I bet he's like Shit. oh mate I had like Oh, God, all the Mario's, Super Bomberman 3, which is like an £80 game now. Yeah. Which is like one of my favourites. I love that game. And then it was like, um, oh, what was it? Castlevania. What else did it come with? Street yeah, Fighter 2. Yeah, Super Castlevania all the, 4. All the versions. All the versions of Street Fighter. <sighs> and then I got a Mega Drive. My dad got a Mega Drive off someone at work. And it came with the, the Mega CD, which would be called, what's that called? Sega CD and everywhere else. Yeah, it? yeah, the Sega CD, yeah. Yeah, and that's how I played uh, Streets of Rage, and I had like a CD, and then I had Sonic uh, Spinball, Sonic, uh, what was the other one? Sonic CD? Yeah, Sonic CD. So games. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, that was how I played uh, Sonic for the first time. And Which, then like... I never yeah. played Sonic CD. Well, I've had little goes of it, but I think because I never had a Sonic CD as a kid, because you needed, so you needed, yeah. you needed the, the add-on, and we're going to get onto add-ons in a second. I never had yeah. that add-on, so I couldn't play it. I just couldn't do it. Yeah. And I was like, shit. Now... Talking about add-ons, um, I know the Mega Drive Genesis went went fucking stupid with the amount of add-ons it did put on. Jesus, it became an abomination by the end. Um, as that ABGN said, uh, as ABGN said, um, what was that? Oh, this machine looks like it's on life support. It's just saying, fucking kill me. It, Jesus, it got to that stage. It's, oh, it, it's it, like it's getting gang fucked. All of its <laughs> slots are getting fucked. <laughs> it was. That's what was happening. But the, the only slot that I filled it with uh, was when they brought out Sonic 3. And I thought this was incredible. Pull. And they brought, you could put the Sonic and Knuckles game. Sorry, Sonic and Knuckles, yep. I should say. Sonic and Knuckles in the cartridge, in the console. And then you could put at the top of that Sonic 2. And you could yep. play Sonic 2 as Knuckles. It was like the first ever DLC. It was, yeah. I was like, how the hell? Have they done that? How is that working? Yeah, I thought I thought it was like I when I was a kid, I thought Knuckles was like the coolest character ever. I, I loved him. Like I remember the day I got Sonic and Knuckles. Like I already had the Mega Drive, and I had all the Sonic games. I had like all three of them. Yeah, and um, and I've heard about this Sonic and Knuckles thing like at school or something, and uh, I just wanted it so bad. I kept begging my mum to buy it for me, and then yeah. I remember like I come out of school. And my mum surprised me with it. And I was like, you know, it was on my birthday. And she surprised me with Sonic and Knuckles on the way home from school. And I was like, <laughs> you know, losing my shit. And I, I was just having so much fun. Yeah, just putting the game in and playing uh, as Knuckles in all the other games. It was so it, cool. It was incredible. And the thing is, if you don't... It breaks know, the it, game, playing as it, Knuckles. Well, it does. Because, in a sense, because you could actually explore areas of the Sonic map that were previously Sonic can get knocked up because Knuckles can glide around, but Knuckles could climb. And it was great fun, like the chemical plant zone. You can go really high up. The, the one thing that yeah. Knuckles didn't have was that he couldn't jump as high as Sonic. 
There was a different, it wasn't just the straight port. I don't think he was as fast and he couldn't jump as high. Yeah. So it meant some of the bosses were harder because they were, they were built for Sonic and Tails because they're just pallet swaps. Whereas when it comes to Knuckles, that was hard. Like you couldn't, for yeah. example, the, uh, we mentioned it before with the Aquatic Ruin Zone with the hammer one with the arrows. Like with Sonic, you could get the one arrow at the bottom rung was a high enough. You couldn't do that with Knuckles. You had to get you had to either double to go on two, or you had to get a middle range. Or Knuckles wasn't doing it. He was he was he couldn't jump it. Yeah, and I think Knuckles was sort of the start of the the Sonic series going into degeneracy. Yeah, because, I think they once they <laughs> because once, because once they had him, they had that whole. There's another thing that the listeners might not know that um, when they brought Knuckles out, there was also in these comics we were reading, they had loads of adverts for Knuckles, and they had he had like his whole own game. Uh, I think it was called um, Knuckles Chaotix or something. Chaotix, it I was. I never played. Yeah, Chaotix. and he had. A, I've never played it, but because it was on CD, I don't think it. I don't think it came out in England actually, but um, yeah, I remember that coming out, and he had like a bumblebee, and that's like when all the sort of furry stuff started. <laughs> I would say seeping in and. You know, the virus started there. Sonic was a lovely, wholesome series. And then they brought Knuckles in. Bam. He was he was there listening to Lincoln Park. And <laughs> I know so it was before then, but yeah. Edgy I, can, I can actually remember some of this at Chaotix Crew. Now, if you played Sonic Heroes or you played Sonic Mania. You Sonic would... So Sonic Heroes had the bee, Charmy the bee. Victor was yep. the crocodile. Um, Mighty was the armadillo. Mighty is in Sonic Mania. Um, Where's the dinosaur? That was the one I remember, the, the Triceratops, the, the purple guy with the... I swear it was like a Triceratops man. No. Oh, he was, was a chameleon. That no, he was, he was a chameleon. chameleon. Yeah. He was a, oh, what was the chameleon called? Because I remember... all I, remember, I have these vivid memories of all those characters being like advertised in the uh, the Sonic comic. And I'm just thinking, these are the coolest looking things ever. SBO. SBO. That's why oh, that he, he was the character I thought. He was yeah, the coolest so- shit ever. So SBO the Charmeleon was in was in Sonic Heroes. The Charmeleon, yeah. Uh, yeah, the Char Charmeleon. <laughs> shut up. Don't um, Freudian slip. There's a Freudian slip. So SBO the Charmeleon. Oh, fuck, fuck off. Uh, SBO the Chameleon. Um, yeah, it was yeah, so Mighty didn't get into um in Sonic Heroes, but he did get into Sonic Mania. Um yeah. now Actually, you know what? I'm going to bring about the comic, as some say. Now, if you've followed the Archie comic or if you ever play the games, you see Supersonic. Now, Supersonic was was brought in. Now, I mentioned it briefly, didn't actually explain what it was in the sense of if you collected all the seven Chaos Emeralds, Sonic becomes imbued with the power of the Chaos Emeralds and he becomes Supersonic. And this, basically, his his quills, this is not hair, it's quills, they go yellow and they kind of flick up. Now, basically, yeah. it is a Super Saiyan. It is 100% yeah. a Super Saiyan uh, from Dragon Ball. And it is. They, they, they confirmed that it was a homage to Dragon Ball Z. Um, but the Akira Toriyama, who drew Dragon Ball, he was the creator of it, he didn't actually appreciate it. He wasn't happy with it. So it's never had... Mm. Sonic, Super Sonic's never had the love from um, Dragon Ball that you think it might have got. But in yeah. most things, Super Sonic has always been seen as the good guy. Uh, I think if you finish the ending of, Super, of Sonic 2 as Supersonic, well, you, you've got all the Chaos Emeralds, he'll jump from the plane as Supersonic. But in the Sonic, the comic version, Supersonic was seen as insane. He was a bad guy. He was a horrible, horrible thing. And if you don't have a chance, 
Google Sonic the Hedgehog, Supersonic, Sonic the Comic, or something like that, and you will see that the artwork was incredible for back in the day, considering it was the 90s, and they made Supersonic horrible. They made him, I think he, he went and killed, oh, he's meant to have killed all the, like, the freedom fighters, and he was vicious. He was absolutely he psychotic. He went into the Chow Chow Garden, he was ripping all their heads off, pissing down their necks. Your sound's gone a bit. I think because everyone was horrified about your thought, your sound's gone a bit low. I was, I was just saying it was like the. <laughs> <laughs> he went. In, he went in the chat, the chow gardens. He was just pissing down their necks. It was fucking horrendous. It was. He was a walker. He was the hit. He's the Hitler of, of the Sonic world. Really. It was. It was Some shocking. Way, it, it's like the Joker. It's like the Joker. He is. He is like the Joker, and he was a great character. Um, but I don't think they're ever going to do that for um, the future of Sonic. I think they'll keep Super Sonic as a bad guy, as a good guy. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, Sonic 2 is always going to be there. I think we've ranted and gone quite a bit. I can't be an hour now, I think. But Sonic has always been a big love of mine. I think it always will be. I think as a child, nostalgia takes it past Mario. But if I put my subjective hat on, or objective hats on, subjective, objective. I have to say Mario is a better game. I, I can't deny that. I have to. Yeah. Would you agree? I think that's why I haven't played it, um, you know, for like 10 years, because I I did enjoy it. I still had some, you know, nostalgic joy from it, but it, it's just, it, I don't like it as much, uh, yeah, as I did when I was a kid. But it's like with Mario, I still enjoy it as much as I did when I was a kid. And I think it's to do mainly with just, like the premise of it is go fast and you don't get to go fast all the time. And then when you go slow, it's not as good. Yeah, it, 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 it's and, beaten and down. It annoys me as well. The game does annoy me with the, the multiple paths. You know, most people take that as a positive that you can do multiple paths, which is fun. You know, it's, in some levels, it is really bloody confusing because you're like going, you're going, um, you know, usually you'll be going left to right. But in Sonic, sometimes you'll be going, you have to go up and then left and then go back right again. And then it's like, am I going the right way? or? Am... Yeah, you're just trying to work out where you're going. Whereas for me, yeah, I can't that's... say I had that issue because I knew what was going on. I was like, my, it's like literally driving a car for me playing Sonic. I'm like, I'm off. See you later. See, maybe I, maybe it's you've, you've probably played a lot more of it than I did. And, and I just, I don't, I just can't bloody remember it. Plus, <laughs> I've got, I'm directionless uh, in life and in my video game playing well, if you had a chance to rate this, let's let's, let's see if we can finalise this and rate it. How would you rate it out of ten? Mm, that's a tough one. Um, hmm, I'd say, with a little hint of nostalgia, I'd give it uh, an eight out of ten. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with eight. I'll go with it. I think it that's... has problems. It's still great. It's still classic, but it it doesn't hold up as well as say a Mario because like something like Super Mario World, I'd probably still give that like a nine or a, a ten. But like Sonic, I would have gave it a 10 out of 10 as a kid because it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I'll i go for eight. I think nostalgia, I think if nostalgia puts it up a point, otherwise I'd be saying it's a seven. But the nostalgia I'd say seven, yeah. Up. Yes, but I'm going to give it an eight just because nostalgia's pushing me through. One. Oh, it's the best one. It's the one. best Sonic game. Yeah. Well, apart from Sonic Mania. But, you know, at the old times, yeah. um, definitely 100%, this is the best Sonic game without a doubt. But yeah, so that's, oh, yeah, 100%. So that's Sonic covered. Um and yeah, I've got nothing else to say. Have you got anything else to say about it? No, I went through all of my notes, which is very rare. <laughs> Usually, I'll forget something. 
I'm pretty sure, yeah, I covered everything I wanted to say about it. Good, good. Well, Jake, oh, one thing, actually, oh, one, on, thing, on. one thing, one thing. Right before we go, before we go, just want to say the Mega Drive. I may not like the Mega Drive as much as the SNES, right? Oh, we say but, we say SNES. We don't say any SNES. SNES. Yeah, no, yeah. We say SNES on this. That's a good point. But um, one thing I would like to say about it, the Mega Drive has better music, hundred percent. Yes, better. yes. And we will rate. We'll until the cows come home. The Mega Drive has much better music, and we can go on about that. Sound Sonic Three. The sound chip. It's beautiful. Like it's a Yamaha thing, and it's like it's like Streets of Rage. My God, I actually listen to that. Like I don't listen to many video game soundtracks in my band, but I will play the Streets of Rage soundtrack because it's so bloody good. Yeah, Streets. Streets of the Sonic music. Yeah, Streets of Rage is coming. (laughs) Streets of Rage Two is definitely coming to this channel. There's no doubt. And yeah, Sonic's music. Just as soon as you hear it, you know, you know, Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, screw you, Mario. You got nothing on the soundtrack. You're okay. The uh... music on Mario is great, but but it's all MIDI, like weird, horrible MIDI sounding instruments. And then Mega Drive got this beautiful, thick bass. Dun, 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 dun. Hilltop zone. Oh, and the Mystic yep. Cave zone. Oh, oh. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Everyone on YouTube, everyone's gonna be on YouTube going, you fucking weirdos. That's what's gonna be. Now. Two old men go make noises with them. <laughs> <laughs> Do right, air guitar with their mouths. <laughs> oh, raging clue! Best podcast ever. <laughs> you give me a raging Ooh. clue, HPT. Oh, right, man. with our raging clues, that'll be enough. Jake, I want to say thank you. No doubt we'll have you back on this show very much, and thanks for being on the first episode of Retro Wars. No problem. Cheers for having me, mate. No worries. And that'll do it for episode one of Retro Wars. That was Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I want to say thank you very much for Jake for coming on. It was really good fun. And thank you all to listening. I hope that we're going to see everyone next week. Enjoy yourselves. Be good. Take care. See you later. Bye-bye.